90.3 KEXP online, all over the world at kexp.org. You're listening to Audio Oasis, the Northwest Music Show. My name is Charlize, and it's now time for live music by Bad Luck on KEXP. Bad luck live on KEXP.
Thank you.
You're listening to live music by Bad Luck on KEXP.
You've been listening to live music by Bad Luck here on Audio Oasis on KEXP. And how tired are you both? <laughs> do, you need, do you need a breath? Yeah? Yeah. Um, super excited to have you guys back. Uh, that was really wonderful. Thanks for coming back to the show. It's, it's just really fun to watch you guys and to just really get involved in your music. And I feel like the last time you were here, it was just because I liked what you were doing. And now I have a cool album to promote. So yeah. thanks for, for coming back to celebrate it. Um, your new release is coming out on August 17th, and it's called Four. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we didn't talk about this last time, that you have other albums, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Is there a story? No, Does not really. Just connection? that we're not super creative with name titles. <laughs> <laughs> the first record was just self-titled, so mm-hmm. uh, it just made sense to keep going. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like, well, our music is mathematical in a way, and we like numbers. Not in a way we like to talk about, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I wanted to ask what types of approaches did you do differently on four than your other albums? Uh, so this is Neil here. Uh, on our, so on, on this record, I would say that we really, we really embrace the creative process of trying to create music during rehearsals and create music uh, on the bandstand and on the road. A lot of our previous, uh, the material from our previous records, we would, you know, each individually write something and bring it to the band and then craft it together. That's all, that seems to always be something we've done. Mm-hmm. But this one was more just more, each of us bring a little thread of an idea or maybe some small composition and then together sculpting it over really a long period of time. This, this piece of music, um, the, one of the very last, or the second piece that you heard called RBG, uh, I had written a, basically a framework for that melody year, like three years ago. Mm-hmm. We've been working on it for probably that long, I would say. Wow. But it's a shadow of what it was when I brought it into the band. So that's, that's a real departure from the previous record, which was sculpting that music together and then just recording it and then basically moving on. Do you all do your own recording? Uh, no, we don't. <laughs> not, very, uh, not very good at that, but this, re- this record was recorded by uh, Randall Dunn, who's a really great um, yeah. engineer and producer here mm-hmm. and has done a lot of work with... Uh, a lot of great experimental and like more and noisy bands. And, yeah. Um, so it was really awesome to get to work with him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, the, the record sounds amazing and you all are playing it very well. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so your previous albums were released on your own label, uh, Tables and Chairs. Mm-hmm. And this new album is on Origin. And I really like Tables and Chairs because it has this community effort to it and yeah. also it's kind of a nonprofit as well right yeah yeah kind, yeah, kind of <laughs> yeah um and so you're releasing on this new new um record label mm-hmm. origin and i wanted to find out like how that happened yeah well um the previous records on on table and chairs that was uh really kind of an effort of uh the the Seattle, you know, creative improvised music community. It was a lot of young folks, including Neil and I, uh, when we got out of college, uh, decided to put a record label together. And it also came from a music series that we've been running for, at this point, I guess almost nine years, called The Racer Sessions. Um, and that takes place at 
Cafe Racer. Cafe Racer, yeah, yeah. here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And um, it, yeah, we started Table and Chairs just as a platform for us all to to have an opportunity to release music. And uh, in the meantime, we also functioned as kind of like an arts organization. We'd put on events all the time and uh, have various DIY things happening in Seattle. And um, with the new record, it'll be coming out on Origin Records, which is a Seattle-based jazz label. It's been around for 20 years and uh, has a lot of uh, really great Northwest artists as well as artists from around the country and around the world. and yeah, we're just really grateful to have the opportunity to work with them because this record will kind of get out into the world in, in ways that it previous ones haven't. So mm-hmm. yeah, really grateful for that opportunity. Yeah, and Tables and Chairs, which is your label, uh, you you all support local artists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so yeah, I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I also want to acknowledge how long you two have been working together. Like it's like 10 years. Over 10 years? Over, over two. Probably, we, yeah, we started over working years. together when we were in college and began playing together, mostly playing just strictly jazz music and then started improvising together. And mm-hmm. this band, as Bad Luck, has been together now for over 10 years. But we've been playing together for something more like 14, could you, 15 years. Yeah. Could you ever imagine playing with anyone else? Do you play with anyone else? Oh, Chris, you do. Oh, we I do, with, yeah. We play yeah, with all kinds of We all play with yeah. lots of people. Yeah. <laughs> but, this, but this is a, you know, this is a very special project with, we, we're, we're, we've really over the years really tried to hone our own kind of idiomatic language, something mm-hmm. that we can make just together that's, you know, very particular to the two of us. Yeah. And so in that sense, I can't, I can't imagine this band, this band could not exist with another person. That's one of the really special things about a duo in particular. Yeah. But we're both involved in many, many different creative projects too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thankfully, or maybe we kill each other. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, it's such a, a long relationship. You know, what keeps it together? Is it being able to express yourselves with different pieces that you can work on for a really long time? Or is it just the connection that you have? Or well, yeah, I mean, we've just been friends for forever and have always played music in, in all sorts of settings. And um, when we started this project, it was really fun to uh, just explore uh, how creative we could be together. And also with, you know, just the duo, it uh, it makes us have to think uh, creatively in different ways mm-hmm. and uh, use what we have, which is very little, actually, like to uh, to make it continually interesting and uh, and I think, yeah, just that process like uh, makes the music always fresh when we're practicing and writing, and then also when we play, like we know each other's playing so well, and yeah. we know the music so well that we can venture away from it whenever we want to. As well. And there's lots of different aspects that um, come together and are composed and there's lots of it that's improvised within songs and we can push and pull and it just, it's always fun when, when we play. It's, it's an ex- yeah. <laughs> one, one thing I'll jump in there and say about that is that like, like any relationship, there's, it's, it's an imperfect, it's an imperfect entity. <laughs> and, and, you know, Chris, like, uh, Chris and I have had in our friendship, you know, of course, periods of difficulty and, you know, periods of real triumph. And, uh, you know, that, that, some of that coincides with our interpersonal relationship together, but also just, of course, the events in our lives. Yeah. You know, and so like any long-term relationship, it, need, it needs cultivation. And that's, that's something we, 
you know, we've struggled at times and we, but we continue to get better at it. I would say we continue to get better at that. And with, without it, you can't, there's no hiding in a two person van. (laughs) The drama, the drama is just right there in front of you. But so, you know, so are, like I said, like the triumphs, you know, the victories, they're right there and they're clear. Yeah. You spend a lot of time in the car together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you're about to, because you have a West Coast tour coming up. Yeah. 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 West Coast tour leading up to, um, yeah, our big release show here in Seattle. Yeah, and I remember last time when you were here, uh, you had a really great lineup for just a show that you were doing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we talked about this last time, but I think it's important to talk about again. Um, I feel like Bad Luck has a mission, a jazz mission, or well, to get jazz in like different places that mm-hmm. wouldn't normally um, be heard. Mm-hmm. The music would normally be heard. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I mean, this music to us, you know, comes from jazz. It's like deeply rooted in jazz and improvisation, but also has uh, so many other elements, musical elements in it. Um, and it's also, it's hard for us to, you know, to box ourselves into into one kind of genre. And in the same vein, uh, we like to explore what this music sounds like, not necessarily in a jazz venue or in a gallery or a, you know, a listening space. Uh, while we love playing in those places because we love an attentive audience, um, it's been kind of an exploration too of getting into uh, some bigger venues where it can be a little bit more lively and people are hanging out and you know, kind of partying sometimes. And uh, yeah, it's fun to it's fun to see how people react to this kind of music in those settings. It's very different, and the energy just becomes something different. And uh, we get to connect with a lot more people, I think, uh, and in different levels. And it also allows us to play with all sorts of different kinds of bands as well, um, and not necessarily just jazz or improvising groups. Um, And Seattle has such an incredible music scene right now and it always has and yeah. there's so many bands that we're friends with and every time I hear a new group I'm like oh I want to play a show with them like let's put mm-hmm. that together <laughs> figure out how to make that compelling yeah um, can you talk about your release show on September 28th yeah um, September 28th at the Columbia City Theater it'll be uh, the tail end of our tour so hopefully we'll sound really good by then <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, sure yeah will. Brianna Morella is going to be on it mm-hmm. who is um a really great songwriter, vocalist, composer, um, another band, Some Surprises, and they're kind of just starting to, to come up the last couple years, and they're incredible. And the great thing about this show is we're kind of alternating between the, the theater and the front room, and we're having a little mini, mini festival of sorts, but uh, we're going to be alternating sets. And in the front room, we have Spooky Action, which is this incredible group um, that consists of uh, live music and illustration that is all composed and put together in an interesting way. And our good friends, Diminished Men, are also playing that show. So yeah, it's going to be an event. Yeah, uh, you, you all, you, you guys always create such a, an amazing lineup. And I just love the mix. And I think that um, it's really nice to see lineups like that because you get a taste of something that a little something that's happening all around the city. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming to the show. Thank this you so much for having amazing. us. This was amazing. Yeah, you both are very, very talented. So thank you for coming. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. You've been listening to Bad Luck live on Audio Oasis on KEXP Seattle.